And welcome back, everybody, to the Know-It-All Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Jerry, the Fantasy Football Know-It-All. I can be found on Twitter, at FFKnowItAll. You can also email the show directly, KnowItAllFantasyFootball at gmail.com. Hope everybody's having a great weekend so far. Week 13 of the NFL season, and it is almost playoff time, folks. Depending on uh, how many teams are in your league and what the playoff format is, the uh, playoffs should start either next week or the week after. Hopefully all of you are poised for success. Either you have a bye or you at least have a team that is stacked and ready to run the table in, uh, in your playoffs. We'll talk about injuries today as we always do. I'll try to give you guys a handful of streamers. There are some options out there as there are injuries all over the place. So we'll talk about that. And I normally talk about beat the waiver wire, and there's really not much to talk about here. There are a couple of names I'll throw out there to see if they stick, but um, we'll see what we can do about getting you some uh, some tools anyway that you can bolster your lineup with and uh, hopefully run the table and get yourselves that fantasy gold. Now, before we get into any of that, I want to make sure that you're all aware that the Know-It-All Fantasy Football Podcast is a proud member of the Skull King Podcast Network. Make sure you check out www.skullkingsports.com for coverage of all major sports, collegiate athletics, Major League Baseball, the NHL, the NBA, of course, the NFL, and uh, World Cup Soccer, when it comes around, is on there as well. The Olympics, whenever that is around, also There is MMA fighting, boxing, there might even be a wrestling article or two, and of course, a full plethora of fantasy stats, fantasy tools, rankings, everything that you need for your teams to be successful. That is www.skullkingsports.com. Well, we'll start with the Cardinals. The Cardinals are now the favorite, I guess, to win it all. And why not? They have a a good defense. Their running game under James Conner, of all people, is fantastic. Kyler Murray's been injured, but they're still winning games. So that being said, Kyler Murray is, um, with his ankle, questionable this week, as is DeAndre Hopkins with his hamstring. They're going to be careful as they still can win everything. They want to have a healthy Kyler Murray and hopefully a healthy DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins is an interesting case because he hasn't missed time in the past with injuries. So one of two things here, either it's more serious than they're letting on or they're in a position to be careful and they're doing so. It seems to me that they're playing smart football. So we'll we'll go with the fact that Hopkins will be fine. You're obviously not cutting him, but you've got to be leery. And and even if he starts, you're going to start him and play him if he's active. But just temper your expectations as they are running the football very, very well um, as of right now. The Bears, Damian Williams is out with a calf. We're not interested with that. However, Allen Robinson has a hamstring issue. He's doubtful, as is Justin Fields, like I care. I know there are still people out there, the majority, who are uh, clamoring for him to start, and and they honestly believe he's a good NFL quarterback. He's not. But I'm not going to beat that dead horse again this week. You know my feelings on Justin Fields. This offense operates better with Andy Dalton. 
and uh, it's not even close as far as for fantasy goes. Even when Fields is out there, maybe his value is somewhat okay. I wouldn't start him, but everybody else's value goes down. But um, as far as the Bears go, uh, Fields is doubtful, so Andy Dalton will be starting. Melvin Gordon is doubtful for the Denver Broncos. That means Javante Williams will be the number one running back. Uh, We will talk about Mike Boone later on as well. Um, He is somebody that I'd like to discuss as far as a streamer goes. Possibly a beat-the-waiver-wire guy, but that's only if Gordon is... um, his injury is worse than uh, we are led to believe. Jack Doyle, knee, questionable for the Colts. He doesn't figure into the equation much as far as um, his fantasy value goes. Brandon Cooks has an illness. David Johnson is suffering from an illness and a thigh injury. They are both questionable for the Houston Texans. Danny Amendola with his knee is out. You wouldn't be starting him anyway, but Brandon Cooks is somebody that you're starting every single week. Hopefully he gets to go. Um, I have him on one of my teams, so I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully being able to start him. It's a very deep league. There's nobody else really for me to pick up, and I'm trying to get into the playoffs there. Uh, I should be able to do it. I'm poised and ready to do so in that league, but I guess we'll we'll wait and see. Dalvin Cook, shoulder injury. He is not going to play this week. Fire up your Alexander Madison. And uh, yeah, Madison is one of the starts of the week for me, at least. I have him on a couple of teams. DeAndre Swift is out for the Lions. So that means Jamal Williams will see the majority of the work there in Detroit. So he is definitely a startable option, even though that is the worst offense in football. And that's not even close. The Giants, Daniel Jones will not play. He has a neck injury. Sterling Shepard is not expected to play either, nor is Kadarius Toney. So with all of that going on, you don't really have too much in the way of options there for New York. But um, there are some question marks anyway. Um, Darius Slayton, for example, could be an interesting streamer for you. Um, John Ross is not playing either. So yeah. There's not really much more to talk about than that. Saquon Barkley, you're starting him regardless. For the Dolphins, running back Philip Lindsay, recently acquired after being cut by the Texans. He is doubtful with an ankle injury. So for the Dolphins, at least, you're starting Miles Gaskin. You are definitely starting uh, Jalen Waddell. And uh, Tua Tagliavola is definitely another startable option for you there. But I would say that's about it. Uh, Mike Kosicki, of course, at tight end, as tight end is so, so bad there. Jordan Howard out for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts uh, is suffering from an ankle injury. He's questionable. And Boston Scott questionable also with an illness. For the Jets, Corey Davis, groin injury. He is questionable, but um, he's been playing here and there. He hasn't figured too much into the fantasy landscape with Elijah Moore coming on there for the Jets. The Jets are among the worst offenses. Uh, they're not as bad as Detroit or perhaps Chicago, but they certainly aren't great. J.D. McKissick suffering from a concussion. He will not play for the Washington football team. Curtis Samuel, groin injury questionable. What else is new? Ricky Seals-Jones, RSJ, uh, is questionable with a hip injury. On the Raiders' side, they should be without Darren Waller this week. He is doubtful with both a back and a knee injury. 
And Josh Jacobs is questionable with an ankle. I expect him to play, though. So if you have Jacobs and you're relying on him, you can start him. I don't think you'll have any issue there. Antonio Gibson is my number one start of the week here, and it's not even close. I do understand that Wendell Smallwood could play a part here as the McKissick-type role, whatever that's worth. He makes a streamer, an interesting streamer, and possibly a beat-the-waiver-wire guy. But again, we'll talk about that in a little bit. On now to the Jaguars. James Robinson with a heel and a knee injury. He is questionable. He's been on and off with this heel injury for quite some time, so we'll have to see what happens with that. Odell Beckham Jr., surprise, surprise, he's got a hip injury and he is questionable. You know, at this point, you should be questioning yourself if you're putting him in your lineup. Unless you're in a deep league and you have no choice, I understand it. But if you have another option out there, pivot to that. He, his days of being a fantasy uh, asset, I think, are long gone, if I'm being honest. Debo Samuel is not going to play. Groin injury. Trey Sermon, eh, ankle injury. He hasn't figured into anything all year, so who cares? Uh, Brandon Ayuk makes a great start this week. Another one of my starts of the week. I think he has a big game. Seahawks' Alex Collins abdomen injury. Rashad Penny has a hamstring injury and Travis Homer. They are all questionable, which makes Adrian Peterson an interesting streaming option. I'm hesitant to do it because he looked so bad for the Titans. But if you're desperate and he's out there and you need a running back, I guess Adrian Peterson could be worth a flyer. They did activate him, so he will play. For the Ravens, Miles Boykin, doubtful with a finger injury. Nick Boyle with a knee. Neither of them excite you even if they play. And uh, the Steelers have defensive injuries, but nobody on the offensive side of the ball that's going to affect them other than the fact that their offense stinks. And yes, I'm a Steeler fan, but I'm not in the world of um, fantasy like everybody else is, for lack of a better word. By fantasy, I mean delusion that this is a good team. The Steelers are not a good team. Okay, I've said my piece. We will move on. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is questionable with an injury for the Chiefs, so it remains to be seen what they're going to do out of the backfield. The Chiefs' backfield should not excite you anyway. Hopefully this is a big week for Pat Mahomes, as many of you are teetering on the edge of making the playoffs. If you have Mahomes, he's had an on-again, off-again season. Um, As I well know as the Tyreek Hill owner, because there are there are a couple of teams in which I rely on Hill, and it's hit or miss. I'm hoping for a big week. In the League of Goons, I need two wins in a row to squeak into the playoffs. And even if I get those two wins, I'm not guaranteed a spot. So I need wins this week. For those of you who run a business, you most likely have an outdated website set up if you even have one running at all. That's where the folks at Bove Design come into play. Let Rob and company give you all the tools that you need to set your business up for success. Check them out on Instagram at bove.design. That's B-O-V-E dot design. Whether it's a new website built from scratch, upgrades to the one that you have running now, or banner ads, or perhaps logos like the one I use for the podcast, Bove Design has got you covered. Make sure you hit Rob up on Instagram, tell him your needs, and see what he can do to set your business up for ultimate success. That's B-O-V-E dot design, Bove dot design. You and your business will be happy that you check them out. 
All right, so I mentioned that we would get into some streamers this week, and we'll start in Denver with Mike Boone. I am of the opinion that, yes, Javante Williams will have a bigger role, but I don't necessarily think it's going to be the Javante Williams show, as I see all over Twitter and all over Sleeper. They don't do that out there in Denver. I really do think that Mike Boone is going to steal more work than the Javante Williams owner is going to like here. Obviously, you're starting him. I have him on one team, and I'm starting him, but I'm tempering my expectations. Mike Boone, on the other hand, could steal a touchdown, could see somewhere around 10 carries and maybe have a couple of catches. If you're in a PPR league, it's worth a flyer. If you're in a deep league, it's definitely worth picking him up, and he is a definite streaming option. If you have Aaron Jones, who's on by, or if you have a, a couple of these, uh, maybe you're relying on Alex Collins. Maybe you are a Chris Carson owner who's been struggling ever since then. There are uh, you know, injuries to the running back position that you might have to pivot. Mike Boone makes a decent option for you this week. Adrian Peterson, as I mentioned earlier, excellent streaming option if you're desperate. I understand he may not come through for you, but at this point, you need to make the playoffs. So if you are struggling and you're starting players that are sketchy at the running back position, you can do worse. You may just get a guy that's going to get the majority of the touches in a backfield that, let's face it, the Seahawks have underwhelmed this year from the offensive side of the ball, but one of these days they're going to put up a good game. Maybe it's this week. If you're desperate, go for it. Nobody will fault you for it. AP has done it in the past. Maybe he gets a couple of goal line carries, a touchdown or two. If he gets you a touchdown and 50 yards, you'll be happy with that if he's a streaming option. So um, yeah, you might have to plug your nose and you know cross your fingers and toes, but at least he might be able to get you some production. And as I mentioned earlier, Wendell Smallwood for the Washington football team. Look, I don't know what's going to happen there. History would say, because he's going against me in a couple of leagues, that Antonio Gibson is going to have the three touchdown game and the 100 yards and six catches or eight catches. I would go that route. I would think that he's going to, he's my number one start of the week, as I mentioned, and I'm not going back from that because this happens to me every single week. There is a player that, uh, and just look no other, no farther than uh, Pollard, Tony Pollard the other night. My opponent in the League of Goons, uh, Mark Miller, kudos to Mark. He's having a really good season this year. He had to start Tony Pollard, and I was halfway through the game. I was psyched. He, Pollard wasn't putting up numbers. Then he had that long run and that touchdown, and bam, he puts up almost 16 points. That's more than I've gotten from my both of my running backs combined last week, and that's more than I've gotten from any running back since Aaron Jones put up a 20 spot about four or five weeks ago. So I'll settle for 16 points from the running back position. So uh, yeah, uh, Antonio Gibson, poised and ready for an amazing start. That said, I still think that Wendell Smallwood makes a, he's more of a desperation streamer, but certainly a streaming option if you need somebody. And he does make a good beat the waiver wire guy, which I guess I'll talk about in the next segment. But to have this many running backs this late that you could stream is not normal. So it's actually a good thing. Um, But just make sure that if you do pick them up and put them in place of somebody, it's somebody that you feel comfortable putting on your bench 
Mike Davis is a great example of that. Davis hasn't done anything in a long time. I would sit him and put Smallwood in in a PPR league. In a standard league, you're not putting Smallwood in at all. He's not going to really figure into the equation. Streaming at quarterback. If you want to take a stab at Andy Dalton, why not? He does put he does throw the football. He can throw for 300 yards and a score. You'll take it. He hasn't thrown too many interceptions like he has in the past. He's looked somewhat capable. Mike Glennon, yeah, I understand. But if you're desperate, he might be able to get something done for you. He's done it in the past. And there are other guys out there. I mean, certainly you, you would rather start a Mike Glennon than, say, Tyrod Taylor at this point or Jared Goff. I mean, those guys aren't doing much at all. See how many people are starting or uh, own Tua Tagliavoa. He is somebody that you can put in there. He's been putting up decent numbers. And Taylor Heineke. If Heineke is not owned, pick him up. He does throw the football, and he's doing a decent job in at least putting some points up on the board. Wide receivers. I mentioned Darius Slayton earlier. He makes a great streamer for you this week. Kenny Galladay is the only other guy catching passes in that offense if everybody else is out. And Tony's already been ruled out. Sterling Shepard is doubtful. He's not going to play. And Evan Ingram isn't doing much in that offense. Yeah, Barkley might catch a pass or two from Glennon. And Glennon's not going to light it up by any stretch of the imagination. But Darius Slayton is definitely an interesting guy that you can plug in there. um, And he will get you some points, especially in a PPR type situation. Depending on your league, some of the guys in Arizona might be worth picking up. Christian Kirk, for example, if he is available, why not take a stab with uh, DeAndre Hopkins being doubtful? You just, you never know, really. So it might be worth picking him up. Maybe some of the guys in Cleveland, again, these are desperation streamers. Cleveland doesn't throw the football all that much anyway, but it's just, it's something to look at. And Curtis Samuel. If he plays and he's out there, do you take a stab at it? Ah, I don't know that I would, but I would be remiss if I didn't at least mention him in this conversation as he has produced in the past. These are desperate moves. If you're trying to get into the playoffs and you are in a three wide receiver league with a couple of flexes and it's PPR, you need all the wide receivers you can get. So that might be something that you can uh, you can. He might be somebody that you can pick up that might actually be able to put some points on the board for you. Now, as for beat the waiver wire guys or getting a leg up on the waiver wire, however you want to put it, early bird waivers for week 14, which could be playoffs for some of you. Guys like, wow, uh, Adrian Peterson, for example, if for any reason... He shows he can run the football with efficiency with everybody else being out. Then he might be somebody that they decide to go with down the stretch. Carson isn't coming back, guys. I've told you that from day one. Uh, Out there in Washington, uh, I mentioned him earlier, Wendell Smallwood. He could come out and have the McKissick role and be very good at it. He does have some talent. He has some burst, and he can catch passes. It's something that you you might want to stash him if you can, if you have room on your bench. See if he gets some points. If he does, then maybe he'll come through for you. Jeff Wilson Jr., I know I mention him every week and it hasn't worked out yet, probably because he's on my team. When he's against me, it works against me every single time. But he is somebody that you might be able to 
pick up and stash. Again, if you're stashing people this late in the season, then you do have a great starting roster. You might not be able to do that. But if affordable, stash them and kind of see what happens. As far as wide receiver stashes go, there aren't really that many that I would talk about, honestly. Um, Rondell Moore, maybe, if he's out there in your league, he hasn't done much. I don't expect him to do much this week. And, um, yeah, I really can't think of too many other guys that wouldn't be owned that you can actually put in there that would do anything. Um, Curtis Samuel, maybe, is somebody you could take a shot at to see if he is, in fact, healthy. You don't want to stream him and start him this week, but if you pick him up, put him on your bench, maybe he'll come through for you. Mike Boone is another option. I don't know what Melvin Gordon's status is, but if you can pick him up, stash him, maybe he does have a 50-50 split with Javante Williams. And if he does, that might be somebody that you can count on down the stretch. Not so much as a wide uh, a running back two, but more of a flex or running back three, depending on how your rosters are set up. Quarterbacks, I don't think there's a beat the waiver wire quarterback, honestly. Maybe Tua, because Miami has a great uh, down-the-stretch schedule, but most players or most teams that are headed toward the playoffs have quarterbacks in place. But when I mentioned Tua, there are guys like Jalen Hurts that might not play this week or the Kyler Murray owner who's been going back and forth with whether or not to start him. I know I saw on Twitter that somebody grabbed Taysom Hill the other night and decided not to start him because Kyler Murray was trending in the right direction. Now, Kyler almost uh, is trending in the opposite direction. He didn't start Hill. Now he's scrambling to find somebody else. He may have to settle for a Mike Glennon or somebody that uh, just isn't going to... He might do okay, but not going to light it up, uh, light your team on fire in a good way. So hopefully this is good information for you. I realize that it's late in me posting that, and I've actually had to do this kind of live and on the fly, and that is because yours truly was exposed to COVID the other day. I didn't find out until Friday. And I'm not going to get on a soapbox here because it doesn't matter. I'm not, your beliefs are your beliefs and they're sacred and I don't care one way or another. All I'm going to say is if you aren't vaccinated, that's fine. There's no problem with that. But if you feel symptomatic and you're sick, don't expose yourself to other people. Just have a little bit of respect. Yes, that is my opinion. You can agree or you can disagree. You can hit me up on Twitter if you want. FF no at FF know it all. Just don't expose people to your illnesses. Stay home or stay away from other people. If you're knowingly sick and you're not vaccinated, just have a little respect for other people. That's all I'm asking. Now I tested negative. I'm good. There is no issues whatsoever. But that's not the point. I have a daughter who's asthmatic, and I really don't want to subject her to that unnecessarily. There you go. I'm done with my little diatribe. So again, you can agree or disagree. That's my opinion. And for what it's worth, I felt like giving it. So anyway, hopefully you guys are poised and ready to take command of your uh, league and run through the championships and blow everybody's doors off. So keep me posted. Let me know how you guys are doing. If there are lineup changes or uh, roster moves that you need information on, hit me up on Twitter at FFKnowItAll. Uh, Email the show, knowitallfantasyfootball at gmail.com. And hopefully you guys continue to do everything that you can do to dominate your lives, your 
fantasy team and every aspect of your being. I will catch you guys next week. Hopefully it'll be the playoffs for all of you and uh, have a good rest of your weekend and enjoy your football.